Do I have to tear it first? Just open the fucking bag, Chris. I'm working on it. Jesus Christ. It's harder than it looks. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Life, No Problem podcast, where this episode, Kellen introduces the podcast. Um, Well, hey, folks there. Um, Just being, uh, just just trying to live up to Chris's... um, um, phenomenal you know, intros, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal intros there as he opens a, uh, what's that called there, Chris? Doc's Delights uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Chip Cookie. Yes, <laughs> yes, folks, and that is not just your typical peanut butter chocolate chip cookie. That is one that you get at a certain store for paying over fifty dollars. That's a fifty dollar cookie. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing: you go to the dispensary. I just ate twenty. I just ate twenty five dollars a cookie right yeah, there. Well, no, not technically. It's not a fifty dollar cookie. But if you spend above fifty dollars at the fucking weed dispensary, they give you a treat, which is you get to select from a bunch of cookies in the freezer. Well, that's lovely. And you just ate half of that, and I'm about to eat the other half, even though you didn't eat the whole half. Did I? No, I'm pretty sure maybe I ate a little bit over what the half was. Pretty good. Well, <clears throat> you no, know, you don't need to do the intro. I already did it. Or no, I, that's not, I wasn't going to do an intro. Okay, but you can, because it's your show. Chris, go for it. $50 cookie, $180 day. This is my free day. I do what I want. It was not free today, Kellen. Today was not a free day for you. For those of you that have been listening, you know that Kellen and I are moving to New York. Goodbye, San Diego. We're in the middle of finding out how hard it is to say... Goodbye. Not like actually like how hard it is emotionally, but like, but but like how hard it is, um, like to schedule the times you have to say goodbye to people. Well, and emotionally, man, that that has to do with your emotions, you know. Well, yeah. Like, who do you want to spend the last, you know, four days here with? Um, and yeah, it comes down to crunch time as far as like how you're going to schedule that in, but that ultimately and who fits into that? Like who weighs gets, on like you know? There's like a hierarchy of friends and family. Yes and no. Yes and no. You know, I don't who, know. Matter, who, me, ma- who matters to you most? For me, there's not really a hierarchy. It's kind of just like because you don't have anybody out here except for our yeah, I do our friends and family. Yeah. I have. Every, fuck, I never fuck mind. you, you dick. <laughs> 
I mean, my, my friends I mean, and family I, are out here just as much as yours are. Yeah. My immediate family, my mother is not out here. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. But Thank God. You know, I have friends and family out here um, uh, just like you do. Yeah. Well, Your I mean, family they are is family. my family. I know that. I know that. Well, the reason I was saying $180 day, because Kellen was making a point. Kellen was just in Brooklyn. He was out there in Brooklyn and looking for a place, and we landed one. We got it. It's a good one. It's a good, cool spot. Yep. Pretty excited about it. But, you know, like, Kellen, you were stressing, man. Dude, you were stressing. You <clears throat> well, called dude. me. When we lost out on that place... The first, I mean, it was the, the first place that we put in for, and we lost out on it, and, and honestly, the broker made some mistakes as far as, you know, and we probably did, and why we didn't get that place either, but it probably for the best. It was more expensive, and we really wanted to yeah, spend. Yeah, I went, you know, I went there, I met the, the person that I'd been speaking to for months now. Like, come, okay, coming from San Diego to New York, you know, you want to get a hold of, uh, people out there to help you right find an apartment you can't just fly out and fucking randomly find an apartment like on craigslist you know so been talking to this chick and the day i show up i show up and like she's got me like she had me sit down in her office and like browse the internet for the first like hour that i was there and this is after like to find apartments and i'm like yeah, this is after months of like, hey, I'll be out on this date, or whatever. It's no bullshit, it, dude. Yeah, well, it, yeah, and then and then also saying, you know, don't look. You, you shouldn't really be looking online, anyways, because all those are going to be gone by the time you're out here. Yeah, and and that's likely true. But like, we had a pretty good idea of the area, what we wanted to spend, where we wanted to be. And you fucking wasted a bunch of your fucking time taking you out into the fucking jungle of. Bushwick, I mean, and there are nice pockets out there, yeah. but but it's going to be harder to find the right place. And we driving up to places, sitting out in front, and call, she's calling the landlords in front, like, hey. Well, yeah. After like the whole, after like three quarters of the the first day went through of me looking, going out there to Brooklyn and, and looking for an apartment, like, you know, she was taking me around in her car or whatever, um. Clearly, clearly, we ran out of options, and she was starting to pull up to like fucking random buildings and calling the landlords and being like, "Do you have anything open?" Blah blah. blah. But like, I'm sorry, when I'm about to pay a broker a uh, couple thousand dollars for her services, at least I would expect for you to have a fucking list of things for us to do for the day. At least be able to fill a whole day. Yeah, but but she but she didn't really, and that was disappointing. So, and then in the end, when we got our like, we spent money on a on an application that we didn't get. But you, I didn't realize you put five hundred dollars down on the deposit with the company, and then they wouldn't give that back to us unless we signed with them or we showed them a lease that was signed from somebody else. That is a weird practice. And then yeah. on top of that, when you did, you gave them the lease. You showed them, look, I signed a lease with another company. You know, we found a, a better place after getting some heat from that. They gave you counterfeit fifty dollar bills in return. Yeah, Kellen, what happened to those counterfeit fifty dollar bills? I just want yeah. to know. So, <clears throat> I go before I went to the airport to come back to San Diego. I had to go get my deposit back from this 
this broker that I did not end up finding an apartment with. Um, now, I went to get the cash. They handed me a bunch of cash, right? Cool. Is that and, what you handed them? Yeah, I gave them cash, but it was straight out of an ATM. Brand new $50. There were a couple $50 bills in there, but they were the brand new kind. You know? Uh, f- a couple fifties, couple hundreds, whatever. Four, uh, it was 500 bucks. Now, since I did not end up renting with them, I ended up renting with another broker. I had to get my money back. So I went there, and they gave me the cash. And after that, I went to a bar and had a couple beers and a chicken sandwich or whatever because I, I was on my way to the airport. So I was, like, killing some time. I get to the airport. There's a fucking Bank of America ATM. I'm like, fuck yeah. Right? I'm going to deposit this money, this this $400, because they took 100 out for the application fees or whatever. Deposit this money. Anyways, ATM doesn't take... It spits fit, 250s back out. What the fuck? I go to try to put them back in, put them back in. ATM will not take these 250s. I look at them, and they feel fake. And you know you see that strip in yeah. them if you hold them up to the light? They were washed ones, weren't they? They didn't have... Washed ones. It was a fifty dollar bill. Yeah, I know. They wash what see here's the thing with counterfeit, Kellen. Not that I'm an expert in the subject other than I've worked in a lot of retail establishments that I need to know how to cash handle and how to identify fake bills, right? They because the paper, right, that the bills are printed on are not all paper. There's like fabric. There's like a special blend. It's like a particular blend of fabric and paper. Uh that's meant to last it, you know, at least a long time, you know, uh, in circulation, but it's also like a special blend. So you can tell the difference between somebody that's trying to print a bill on paper, right? A counterfeit bill that's just paper is not going to feel the same way. So what they do is they wash bills. You know, you take, and of course you're going to take the cheapest bill that doesn't have a band in it because obviously you have that security band. If you look through the light, uh, you can see the band, and also if you put it under UV, did you know that those bands glow different colors, Kellen? There's like pink and yellow and blue. They, if you put it under UV, there's like certain uh, you know bills. I forget which ones are which, but the fifty, the hundred, uh, you know, the twenty. They they all they all have that strip that says. 20 USA, 20 USA, 20 USA, or 100 USA, 100 uh, across the whole thing. But that that strip, not only is it like a kind of like a piece of metal or like a like a physical strip through there, but it also lights up a different color. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, under black light. So what they do is they wash the one dollar bills. They wash them. They bleach them out, and then they print uh, the new. Oh, on the on on the other paper because it it still feels like bill paper. But the reason it feels funny is because it's been washed out. So like you know, it's like a they get fuzzy. You know, the bills get fuzzy because it's fabric. No, it wasn't like that. I think it it wasn't that. It was a uh, it felt it didn't feel like a normal dollar. Like it had a very paper like feel to it. So So then it it probably would actually yeah paper. Anyway. I fuck, so I'm like, fuck, right? I'm at the airport. I got these two $50 bills that I'm pretty sure at this point are fake. I can't go back to the fucking broker's office because it's all the way in, in buttfuck Brooklyn. I'm, a, I'm up in Queens at the airport. What am I going to do? I'm gonna call, am I going to call them and be like, you guys gave me two 50, fake $50 bills, you know? No way. I can't, I'm not going to deal with that shit. 
So I took it to, I took one of the 50s, I bought a French curler at Dunkin' Donuts. And I, I was like, can you break a 50? <laughs> For one, and she's like, you just want one donut? I'm like, yeah, I'll just take the one, one donut. <laughs> 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 and, and I hand her the 50, and she, I see her look at it, hold it up to the light or whatever. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And she took it. She gave me, you know, the the donut was like fifty three cents or whatever, and she gave me the change for the fifty. Okay, and so I had the other fifty left. Right, that's what I was gonna <laughs> I ask. Took, I took that one to uh, Albon Pain. Where? <laughs> Albon Pain. Yeah, that's how you say it. Albon Pain. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about? No. Albon Pain. It's like that. Uh, Pastry coffee place. Also, oh, you bought another pastry. You had a pastry in your hand, and you went and so paid. I put it in my backpack. I ate, actually ate it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put the fucking okay. So I go over to Albon Pine. Most of you, most of you would know what that is. It's it's a fucking Chris doesn't know what that is. No, not yet. Albon Pine. I'm gonna find out, I suppose. And uh, I got a chocolate chip cookie. Oh, dessert, dessert for the criller. <laughs> Well, the no, crawler. I knew I had a. They call it a crawler. It's a crawler. A criller, criller, criller. On the east coast, they call it a crawler. A crawler. On the west coast, they call it a cruller. It's a criller. Not sure what it is. It's yeah. a. It's a crawler. But anyway, I bought a chocolate chip cookie. Because I'm like, listen, I got this cheap chew in my backpack. I'm probably gonna take it later. I'm probably gonna want a little snack. Get a chocolate chip cookie. But those fuckers, they put the pen on my fifty dollar bill. Yeah. And it was a real... No, it didn't work. Oh. Right? So I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. I just got it out of the ATM right there. You know? I'm like, I'm like trying to talk her into it. I'm like, I don't know. Listen. And she's like, do you have a card? I'm like, no. She's like, do you have any other cash? I'm like, no. And I'm just like, just take the $50. Did she? <laughs> no. And no, she, of and course she ran not. It, she ran it under her, and then she took it to another machine in the other room. And then she brought it back, and she's like, this is not, I'm not going to take this. I'm like, what? Like, just take it. Like, I just got it out of the ATM, you know? And she wouldn't take it. So she's like, okay. I'm, she's like, you don't have anything else? I'm like, no. So I left my chocolate chip cookie on the fucking counter <laughs> and just left. And, th- and then what happened to the other, what happened, how did you end the? I took it to the next uh, Bakery, the next bakery, the no, next place I took with it pastries. To the- <laughs> No, I took it to the next. Uh, it was like a magazine shop, and I bought a, uh, I bought like a water or oh no, I bought like one of those little canned sodas or whatever. You know. Uh, all right. And uh, she took it. She took it. All right. So, so I mean, we I, we were into this deal pretty even. All right. Like, like I, I I gave you the cash, whatever we needed for the place, and 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 we're looking to get the same amount out. Now, my question is. The uh, the the Kriller and the and the and the, did I you want to know if I charge you for those? Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm gonna say. I didn't see any of that, so that shouldn't come out of my half it of the money. It did not come out of your half. All right, good. I'm few. I am you know like really strapped for I cash. I mean, ultimately, for me to to cash out for those two fake fifty dollar bills, what did it, it cost costed you? me like probably that fucking can of soda was like three something oh my god see i don't want to be charged for half of the can of soda that i never saw i didn't charge you for it all right good that's all making sure so it was like four bucks to to actually and but but i committed a crime 
knowingly, I gave knowingly I gave two fake fifty dollar bills to but vendors the, but to get changed. You, you came into the fifty dollar bills, you know, by no fault of your own. True, but I did commit a crime. Oh man! And, that, and now Jesus, you're admitting to it. This is this is this is evidence. For that, Jesus, I apologize. Jesus, the American fucking judicial system could come down on you. I mean, but it's based on Jesus. You know what it says on that fake $50 bill, Kellen? Hmm. In God we trust. In you, not so much. Guess not. (laughs) But so anyways, you're at the airport there. You weren't supposed to be at the airport until until Sunday. Yeah, well, well, I, f- I ended up finding a place for us sooner than than I thought I was going to. Yeah, why not just take your vacation out in New York? I don't know, man. I, I just wanted to come back. I just wanted to come back and have a beach day or whatever and So you paid $180 to go to the beach today. It seems sure to, if you really want to think of it that way. I mean, okay, I paid the hundred eighty dollars to. You're not charging me for that either. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I paid it to change my flight. Um, and I'm a little ashamed about it, but you know what? Like, whatever, man. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to come home. You know, I wanted to come home. Uh, I'm going to be spending plenty of time in New York. Yeah. I don't need to sit there for two days or whatever. You know? Yeah, I could have saved It's kind money. of a weird thing to think like, oh, yeah, I wanted to come home. And it's like, you know, we're coming home only to move where home is. Well, true. But but there's people I want to see and there's things I want to do. And there's, you know, shit. I mean, we didn't do much today. We got up and went to the beach and then got drunk. Yeah. And you were and then, you were in your bed this morning. Like you, you, um, I mean, and late, and and that's the thing that I don't understand necessarily about jet lag. It's something I do understand about travel, right? The travel wears you out. Yeah. But but like by New York time, granted you were only there for three days, but by New York time, by the time you got up today, it was like like three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. But when I went to sleep last night, it was four o'clock in the morning. Right. By New York time. Okay, so that's like an yeah, 11 hour say 11 one, hour sleep. It was sleeping. like two, 2 o'clock, dude, when last night when I got home and you were hanging out in the kitchen, you know. Flipping drunk pancakes? <laughs> Those pancakes were drunk. Yeah, I, I was drunk. Pa- you want a pancake? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Come out. Fucking pancake is black as night, dude. It is not black. It was a dark Shit, brown. <laughs> <laughs> Children, do not make pancakes drunk. I burnt myself, by the way. Yeah, I woke up with a burnt thing. I don't know. I mean, I know how I did it. I was cooking pancakes under the influence of alcohol. It, and it happened. It was, you know, it, it happened. It happened. I, you know, I flipped the, uh, the, I was flipping them great. You know, the problem was the temperature was a little too hot. The first one. Came off great because obviously the pan was still warming up. The next ones, you know, like cooked them the same amount, but well, here's get, the thing, dude, get a little like, darker. But dude, they're you're cooking pancakes. Like I don't know, I don't know anybody who cooks a pancakes. The it's side. a pancake. You use I use the base of the pan for the size of the cake. I know exactly right, where you're dude. going with this. You yeah. think wait, you? Yeah, I'm not making little silver dollar pancakes. Well, let me I want, explain I want, to the I want, fucking I want a, I want a pancake. No. 
Okay, let me explain to the people what I'm talking about before you jump all over me. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, I you knew, but the people didn't know. Chris was like, hey, would you like a pancake? Sure, Chris. Two in the morning, I just got home from the airport. Cool, I'll have a pancake. The pancake was the full size of a fucking giant pan. Yeah. It's not a pancake, that's dude. It, that's it. The, the definition. It's a pancake. It is. Yeah. Pancakes are supposed to be like a short like a, st- a short stack of fucking pancakes. You shouldn't make one giant thick-ass fucking... Your pancake was like an inch thick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cake. At the, it is. That's what it is. It's a pancake. I've made the cake in yes, a pan. But that is not how a pancake should That be. is the definition so. of a pancake. I made the quintessential pancake. I think you people out there agree with me, so I'm not even. No, you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this up for debate, guys. No one's gonna write into you, so shut up. You know what? Look, you gotta have a call to action somewhere. All right, and my call to action is pancakes, big or small. Would you like a stack or do you like one, one pancake? I'm I'm good with one one good pancake. When you go to IHOP, they give you a pretty size. I mean, that's like a they give like, you like a, three or four pancakes, dude. All kind of thin and like a little crispy on the outside. Like no, they're never crisp. They're always right, rubbery. I'm just saying, they're always rubbery. Okay, they, they, whatever. They're, they're soft and pancake rubbery. Pancake should be a reasonable uh, thickness, like like two or three or four of them. In a stack, right? Not just one fucking giant... Get out of here with that. No, one big giant pancake. See, because I've been making, like, banana pancakes, and you got to have the fruit. They, it's got to have somewhere to go, you know, inside there. <laughs> inside there. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, whatever, dude. You know, that's, that's just that's how I feel about pancakes. It's a pancake. Yeah, well, I, I can make little ones, you, but you want me to make you little pancakes with Mickey Mouse ears? Actually, well, yeah. All right. Well, next time, Kellen. So we 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 went to the beach today. Are you getting your hundred and eighty dollars worth? Yeah, I am. You know, we drank some moonshine. Yeah, I am. The moonshine apple. How did that taste? Good. It, it, you're lying. It did not taste good. It was awful. It was awful. You know, chewing on it. Oh. Probably got you pretty fucked up, feeling pretty good. We also, you know, we got a visit with our neighbor today. I, you know, I don't know if we talked about our, our, our neighbor. You know, she, she loves our titties. And I, like, I don't know. Let, let me explain. This little girl, her name is Emma. Kellen, would you say probably probably the sweetest, cutest, funniest little girl you've ever met in your whole life? Yeah. And uh, get a little Dora the Explorer haircut, you know, just and very, very talkative. She is three years and six months old, she told us today. But she, she loves to pet our titties. And uh, and and her mother's slightly embarrassed about the speech impediment. <laughs> she's like, "Can I pet your titties? I want. Um, can I let me go touch your titties?" 
when she's obviously talking about the cats, Rugen and, and Beast. And I don't know. She's she's a sweetheart. You know what, dude? I'm going to miss a lot of things about San Diego, and I don't even know them particularly well, but having good neighbors like that, you know what? And then there are fucktard neighbors that you don't want to deal with. Everybody's had fucking bad neighbors. I've had a string of bad neighbors. And I don't know what you're going to say. I don't want you to say it. You're already thinking it. Like, maybe you're the bad neighbor. Yeah, if you're having... Yeah. No, but it's not, dude. I'm telling you. Like, it's not me being the bad neighbor. It's like when I move into a place and a place warns me, like, where, where I've had the property management warn me that the person is is a bit of a problem, you know, that they have mm-hmm. run other tenants out of the building. That's the kind of tenants I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking about where... Well, it could go either way, you know. You are kind of loud. You talk a lot, you know. You come in late. You have friends, and like it's not that. It's like that these people are 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 problem tenants, but they're the ones they they have the control. How is that? How is it that the fucking problem tenant keeps running other people out, and 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 they're the ones that get to stay? You know, we haven't had any problems recently. Because because um, I'm sure they probably had something to say to the landlord, and, and we had already talked to him first, and they said, you know what, do your thing. Do your thing. There's no such thing as like making too much noise during the day. So all we're doing over here is, you know, uh, starting up uh, solar power turbines and, uh, and jackhammering through the, through the walls. Kellen, you starting to feel you, you feeling hungry? <laughs> Why do you ask that? I don't know. I'm just asking. I, how how you feeling? You were eating your microphone. That that was jarring. All right, <laughs> Kellen, you stop it. Put your microphone fucking fuzz back on there. What do you windsock? Stop it. Stop it. And get up real close to the microphone and tell the people what you're wearing. I'm wearing wrinkled blue shorts with a black t-shirt with a yellow owl on it. My owl has a skeleton. Yeah. Wrinkled blue shorts. Is that is it a brand, wrinkled? Nope, just the way they are. And is your shirt wrinkled? No. How long have you had that shirt? A while. A while. You know, it's funny because every time we go out in public, people love that shirt. Yeah. It's, it's got to go. Yeah, I know. It, it has seen better days. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like underwear. <laughs> it's like underwear. Kellen. Like, okay, so, so here's something that I'm concerned about, okay? I, not, not necessarily concerned with you, but concerned for me. Like, I've never lived in New York before, okay? Like, and, and wearing. Wearing clothes is obviously important, but wearing the clothes that are right for the situation as well as being kind of stylish. I feel like like I hope I'm I'm like stylish enough to be to be in Brooklyn. We're like in a hip part of Brooklyn. Clinton Hill, would you say it's pretty hip? Would kinda kinda cool, like a good spot? I don't know. I've That's never cool. been. Thanks for that. It was very insightful. But 
like I don't know. You were you were talking to me today. Like okay, so going out there. See, I worry because the temperatures are so extreme. Right, like I've and, and my clothes. Most of my clothes don't fit me anyway. I've lost quite a bit of weight, and so like most of them are a little bit too big. Anyways, I got to get rid of them. But that means I got to like buy new clothes. But I don't know. Well, obviously, my San Diego clothes are going to work well for the summer climate in New York, where it's just fucking hotter than balls. I expect that it's going to be uncomfortably warm and humid in, in New York. What, what's that like wearing a suit, Kellen? Because you wear a suit to work, and you're going to have to do this, too. It's going to suck, man. What, is it, what do you do to stay cool? Do you have, like, a fan, or do you have, like, no. a... No, you just... You just wear it. Grin and bear it, huh? Yeah, just grin and bear it. No way. You're going to wear a fucking monkey suit in 100-degree heat, just fucking sweating balls. Does your suit ever come home damp? Like, what do you do? Your suit comes home wet, so you have to dry clean it. Is that how that works? No, you just wear it that way to work the next day. Damp the next day, too? No, just, you know, it's just, it's not damp. Oh, my God, if you sweat in it, yes, it is. No, you have a shirt and undershirt and, you know, stuff on. And stuff, like underwear? Yeah, that that, that stuff is... Kellen, stuff. you got to buy some new underwear. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it's it's something it's something that's been... I, I don't know what... I know, dude. What, I know. Brought it, what brought it to my attention was that there's... I don't know where I got the statistic, but they say that the average American male has a pair of underwear like for seven years. That's like the average life cycle. Look it up. You know, I I can, I can see you looking already. I, I fact check that, but I because I can't remember where I heard that from. But they said the average American male has a pair of underwear for like seven years. And and I was telling Kellen like I, I have pairs of underwear that have like. Holes in the crotchal region, you know, like along the seams, like you know where where there's like some friction where it wears through. Gone's like, yeah, yeah, you no, know, me too. He's like, dude, I got some pairs. I'm probably worse than that. And then he shows me a pair of his underwear, and <laughs> it was like a fucked up cotton version of a grass skirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was like had the elastic and and just like tattered like cotton that just hanged around. There was no crotch, and you, Kellen, you still wear those? Yeah, for to, to bed sometimes. <laughs> to bed? <laughs> Why are you even wearing them to bed? You might as well just sleep naked at that point. No, to like, bed. What, you, what is that a comfort thing? You gotta yeah. have a you gotta have a fucking waistband around your fucking waist, and then yeah. and just something draped over it, just in case you have to run out in an earthquake. You look like Tarzan running out of a fucking tree that's being cut <laughs> down by a lumberjack. You're like, yeah. <laughs> you run out there, and you just got this like fucking piece of cloth just like hanging over your fucking danglies, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Dude, throw them away. To each his own, bro. Dude, I threw... Oh, my God. I, I like... To each his own? Why? But that's what I'm saying. Why are you even wearing underwear at that point? It doesn't do anything like the underwear does. There's no, like, support. Stop grabbing your nuts, Well, dude. I'm just feeling like there should be, like, some support or some, like, like shielding. You know, like, I'm, I'm showing you. I'm cupping, you know, the underside here, you know, of my taint and my balls. Like where where there should be where there should be you know something, 
It's either that or go free ball, dude. Why would you, why, like, how do those even, that's something you could wear over your pants, dude. You can wear that waistline up and, and just flip out that, that fucking rotten ass looking undie skirt over your pants. Why right, do you, have you made fun of it enough yet? No, I could no. go on like this for hours. It's terrible. I just I can't understand why a grown man would like, dude. Underwear can be expensive, but you spend a lot of money on razors and disposable razors at that, right? And I don't even know. I'm not even sure why, because you have a beard. So why do you why do you buy like face razors? They're more like neck razors, or are they or are they testicle oh, razors? I don't spend that much money on razors. Yeah, I mean, you bought the cheap ones. How much did those ones buy yeah, you at Costco? Uh, the one time, I mean, at Safeway, fucking, Safeway. Uh, the one time in like six months. No, but I mean, how much did they cost you? Five, six bucks. Oh, okay. Well, dude, you know, there's uh, there's online places that allow you to do that, where you get them once every other month for six bucks. Okay, sure. You know, I they're not sponsors, so I'm not gonna say who they are, but you know, they probably get better razors than that. What are you even using them for? Are you shaving your legs? My neck. Like the back? No, the front. The front. All right. And they're doing a good job, I guess. Thanks. I don't. Sure. I haven't in a while. I'm not saying now. No. Well, you had. Well, what, in New York, you didn't. You took a razor with you to New York, and you didn't use it. Yeah. <laughs> that that is the. I'm sorry, man. That is the. Like quintessential, like Kellen thing to do. Be so prepared. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna be prepared. I'm gonna go do this thing and then like have so much like ready that you don't even that you don't even need it. You don't even need it. You're so <laughs> ready. You're so ready. You have just in case, just in case that it yeah, happens. I was prepared. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to buy fucking. I don't want to go out and have to buy razors in New York. Yeah, I used. 10% of what I actually brought. That's how I like it. And you pack light, dude, too. What did you have, like a bag and a half? Yeah, backpack and a duffel bag. And the only thing you really needed was that cheap at you on the fucking airplane. Yeah. And everything else, dude. I mean, you could have gotten around without smelling like a, a homeless person. So so here's something that happened to me, right? Like, I had to go, I had to, go to court. Court sucks. And here's here's the other thing, is that, like... That's like the first time I remembered something like months and months like in the future that uh that I I knew I had to go to. No, I'm serious. Like I like I had to like I don't know. It it was a weird thing. Like that date and that time was like in my head for let's see, 1 2 6 months the day that I had to go there. And I cuz I I looked up in my calendar. I swore that I put it in my calendar and it wasn't there. But I still remember the day. But anyway, so I go to court and uh, and turn in my community service hours. But I'm sitting there in the morning, and this guy sits next to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, people going to court, you want to make a good impression. You want to try and and have the judge be lenient, whatever. This guy shows up, and he's wearing, like, like torn up, like, cargo pants and a fucking, like, stretched out, like, tee with, like, paint. Or I don't know, just stains on it, and he and he just 
like the one seat that's left in the whole place, he sits next to me, dude, and he just smells like a fucking bum, dude, like a drunk fucking bum. That is the worst smell. It is like, like liquid garbage fucking smell. Because it, it, it's not only like bo, but it's really like the liquor coming it's through like the really pores. Potent, yeah, yeah, the liquor through the pores thing, dude, is a really bad thing, dude. I, I've had times where I wake up in the morning, like after like. A heavy night of drinking, or like maybe a weekend, and like smell the pillowcase. I'm like, oh, oh. like it, it smells like you know you've been sweating or drooling or whatever that's coming out of your face. It's alcohol, and the processed alcohol that comes through your pores. It's it's something fucking foul. It's really bad. It's gross. It's really gross. I mean, I suppose alcohol is gross in general, but you know. Fuck it. I, <laughs> I brush my teeth. I take showers. I do all those things. But the people that don't do that, right, that just drink, and I've been one of those people in my past. Kellen, you could attest like that. You can attest to that. Has there, have there been points in my life that I smelled like liquid garbage? Not like a bum. But yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure that I've smelled like a bum because I've at times that I was one. But liquid garbage aside, it, it you know it's a. Uh, we didn't run a timer today, Kellen. It's all right. We're probably about twenty five minutes in. Thirty seven. Thirty seven minutes in. Wow, that's a pretty good time to get to this segment. I like to call. Why, Why you suck, suck so bad, bad at stuff, stuff bro? bro? <laughs> in Zimbabwe. A professional hunter was trampled to death by an elephant that he planned to kill for its ivory. Okay, so first of all, like, dude, I'm a big advocate for... Necklaces? Yes, ivory necklaces and ivory pianos. Like, I'm a big musician. I think that that pianos' uh, keys should be made out of only ivory. And so, like, this man's doing a great service to the world by going out there and hunting this scarce commodity and shooting it down and, 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 and taking it from a living thing and putting it into uh, things that we need. So, you, you know, I, I just find that, uh, that this man was doing a great service to the world here, and it's just highly unfortunate that when he, Ian Gibson who worked for Safari Classics, was leading a hunt for a bull elephant about five hours in the Chiwar Shore... I don't even know how to pronounce that. The Chiwar? The Chiwar North in the Lower Zambezi Valley. Obviously, everybody here knows where that is. Anybody that's, that's listening to this, you guys know where the Zambezi Valley is in Africa? I mean, like, haven't you been there? I, I think there's a great bar on uh, Zambezi Avenue. Well, according to a note by the company posted on a, hunt, uh, on a hunting message board, Gibson and the client stopped to rest. The note goes on to say, feeling he was quite close to the elephant, Ian and his tracker Robert continued to follow the tracks in hope of getting a look at the ivory as the client stayed with the game scout to rest. Robert indicated the bull was in musk, 
They eventually caught up to the bull, spotting him at about 50 to 100 meters. The bull instantly turned and began full charge. Ian and Robert began shooting in order to stop the charge at very close range. Ian was able to get off one shot before the bull killed him. An elephant being a musk is a condition where the males are highly aggressive and accompanied by a large rise in reproductive hormones. So, like, basically, these things are, are ready to, like, fuck other large mammals. Like, ready. And it's unclear. It's unclear if the elephant was later killed. How is it unclear? Was the elephant dead or not? But the bottom line is, this guy is going to Africa and shooting an endangered animal. Or, or a protected animal, at least. Right? And not only that, but he's out there to hunt this big game. And the big game that he probably shouldn't be hunting in the first place ends up trampling his fucking ass dead because he's not that good of a hunter. I mean, 50 to 100 meters, I mean, I, I'd like to think that you'd be able to, to land a shot somewhere or at least move the fuck out of the way while that thing's charging at you. Wait to the last second. That's a big animal with a lot of inertia. It's going in one direction. You wait for a long time until it gets close, and then you move the fuck out of the way. Then again, I'm saying this because, you know, I don't hunt elephants because I'm not a fucking retard. Right? I'm not wrong on this. I'm, I'm just, I'm looking for some sort of confirmation here. And Kellen's looking like he ate a fucking cookie sitting in the other side of the room. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, what? Yeah, you're right. I'm right about what? You shouldn't shoot elephants for their tusks. No, absolutely not. And if you're going to, you might as well fucking do it successfully and shoot the elephant and take its tusks. So that all the rest of us can have our pianos and our fine jewelry. And that's going to be it for... Why you suck so bad at stuff, bro? Guy shooting fucking elephants. Get out of here, dude. What is it, Kellen? What is it, boy? Nothing. <laughs> I'm starting to feel that cookie kicking in, man. I'm not. I'm. I'm still. I'm still rolling along just fine. Okay. You know, you got a combination of of cookie and moonshine apple. For those of you who don't know, moonshine apple, I I have a friend that uh, distills moonshine. I don't know where he lives, what his name is, or uh, or how I got it from him, but, but I, I ended up with some moonshine. And it was, uh, and it's really strong. But there's, a, there's this apple pie kind of moonshine and it came with apples in it, and it's been soaking in my fridge for at least a month and a half. See, those apples are just soaked in moonshine, like like marinated deeply. And uh, and I went to go eat one today, and I took a bite of half of it, and Kellen was laughing at me because I was just choking it down. It was it was really really strong. And so I handed to Kellen the half of the apple, and I was like, "Here," because I was going to offer him the other full apple. He's like, "I don't want the, I don't want the apple." And I was like, "Here, have this other half." And he looks at me. He like grabs it, and he looks at me, and he's like, "Got this like stone, 
cold, like stern face on, and he throws the apple in his mouth and he just tries to look at me like a badass, like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you're a pussy, I'm just gonna eat this. <coughs> and that was the experience with the apple. He was, he thought he could be a badass. Instead, instead he choked on that apple. I mean, not not like literally. He didn't actually like choke and die. It's just like it was really strong moonshine. You know, it's 140 proof. It, it definitely takes a little bit of work to try and like chew that up and choke it down. That was a Snapchat. That was a Snapchat I had from somebody. <laughs> it sounded great, didn't it? So, dude, we have very little time left. And and today was... This is my free day. You can't tell me what to do with my free day. What were you saying earlier? When, is that close? I mean, I, you, yeah, did, you were doing better. It's my free day. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Struggling. Kellen, dude. That was... Where are you, man? I'm here, man. I know you're here. I'm talking to a wall. I'm here. I know you're 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 just barely getting by. But the uh, the the free day was not very free. You spent a lot of money on it. And you know you should enjoy it. Are you enjoying your free day? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna be asleep by like eight thirty. By eight thirty. <laughs> what time is it right now? Eight o'clock. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going down, bro. You got to feed me, and then I'll be asleep. I have to feed you? Yes. What, like like apricot, like baby food? Something. Like just kind of like just Something. spoon it in your mouth? I'll feed you. I got something to put in your mouth. <laughs> you, can't even handle, you can't even handle a little ribbing. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're nothing. Hey, so we got uh, some great things coming up, like a great road trip, and we're gonna do this. Well, it's not gonna be live, but we're gonna we're, we're planning on recording for the road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be driving across the country. We got we got seven days to go across the country. I, I think we can get at least a podcast or two out of that. Wow, Kellen, thank you so much for making such a grand contribution to No Life, No Problem today. Guys, we always are interested in what you have to say. Uh, I would love it if you would follow us at Twitter, at No Life, No Prob. I'm throwing stuff on there daily, you know. I'm going to try and use the Instagram more, because Instagram allows me to take a picture and then throw it up on Facebook and on Twitter you know, that's the only the Instagram's got it figured out, man. That's the only one that allows you to actually like like network out to the other social media platforms, right? So that's what I'm gonna be doing from now on is fucking IGing stuff. Yeah. You know, so but if you want to get at us at Twitter cool. at no life no prob, you can always email me at cj.no.live.no.prob at gmail.com. You can email Kellen. At kellent at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just threw your personal email out there. And That's we'll see okay. You. Nobody emails the other one. So try yeah. at kellent at gmail.com. You can always join us on the Facebook page, No Live, No Problem. There's all sorts of ways that you can listen to it. Or go to nolivenoproblem.com. 
I think eventually we might have even have some merchandise. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure that that's going to do it for this episode. Kellen's a worthless sack of shit. My name's Chris Ball, and we'll see you next time. Bye.